92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. Hello. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Morning, everybody, and uh, happy Wednesday. There's going to be, it's, it's uh, they're going to be doing a send-off party for me. I'm going to Columbus today, Jeffrey. I'm leaving for Columbus. And, and I think after the show, there'll be like a send-off gathering for me after outside of the studio. Is that the idea? <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be great. The send-off, the send-off is going to be uh, at the weird that they would have the send-off for me at the Lori Walton Center, mm-hmm. but it's the send-off. It was a good central location. It's, I think it's because it's right there, smack in the you can get the whether you're coming from east or mid, right. wherever else you can. Two forty doesn't matter. You're right yeah. off of two forty yeah. down. Get well, easy access. Yeah. Easy access. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a send-off for me, and I think the Tigers will be leaving then as well. At eleven thirty. Uh, well, they wanted to piggyback, you know, they wanted to piggyback on exactly. it and I get that. And, uh, and it's like when they host the coaches convention at the final four. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's right. already there That's anyway. Exactly so, right. yeah. Or let's be honest. It's when they have on Memphis madness, they have lady, the Memphis women's basketball sure, team yeah. too, you know, like it's, and, uh, so anyway, so if you want to see me off to Columbus, uh, at 1130, I'll be there at the Lori Walton center. The Memphis Tigers will be there as well. Uh, as they head off to Columbus. Uh, have you ever spent any time in Columbus? I have not. My dad lived there one, lived of his, there. Huh. one of his first few jobs out of college, but I've never been to Columbus. I think Columbus, because there's, well, there, I was going to say no major league team. There is. There's the Blue Jackets. Correct. Do we count hockey? Do we count hockey? Still Big Four, but I mean, it's... It is funny, though. We call it Big Four, which I is... I mean, th- in fairness, the biggest professional sports team... In Columbus is Ohio State, right? That's mm. clearly big. That's big too. College Correct. football is big too. Is well, and just the, is the hockey, salary cap is they've hockey had bigger, forever is hockey great. bigger than MLS now? Yes, it's still bigger than MLS. It now, clearly is bigger. Now it's having. They a, also have a, the Columbus Crew, I believe, is there, right? So they got an Correct. MLS. They have MLS team. as well. Hey, Columbus is a big ass city. I bet Columbus is bigger than Cincinnati. Look right now, Columbus, big ass city, but it's not. Are we doing? SMSA? Are we doing city? How how we? What are the, what's the justification? I don't know. Like for instance, Memphis is technically bigger than the city of Nashville. No, no, population in some way. But oh, I used to, yeah, we're saying yes. No, we're going. We're doing the the general area, whatever that's whatever it is, the population area. Uh, certainly not. We're not doing square footage. Memphis is pretty damn big by square footage. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing population. I bet it's the. I bet Cleveland's still the biggest. Biggest cities in Ohio. I bet Cleveland's still one. Columbus is two. Cincinnati's three. Uh, according to this, Columbus is the capital and the most populous city that. of the state of Ohio. Bigger than Cleveland? And then it also says it had 2.138 million people making the margi- largest metro area in the state of, Ohio, in, uh, state of Ohio. Well, and it, it, Cleveland's kind of old, you know, industrial, whatever, and this is... Uh, in the education economy, right? There you have the state university there, state capital there. It's, uh, I actually found it to be a perfectly nice place to walk around downtown. Uh, arena's nice. And uh, 
the results weren't nice last time I went there. So it depends if you're Memphis. if you're including what is called the combined statistical area. Mm. Cleveland has 3.6 million people and would be larger. But Cincinnati's not in there at all. But you think of Cincinnati because of the you know, let's be honest, 100%. it's because of the major league teams. It's because of the it's because the Reds and it's because of the Bengals, you think of them as bigger than Columbus. And Columbus would be 26 at 2.5 million and then Cincinnati would come in at 30 at 2.3 million. So uh anyway, I'm taking off today. Tigers also taking off today as we head off to Columbus. Uh, big show today in that we have a really one of my the great gets I think that we've had on this show because who have people been asking for all week long Jeffrey that would be John Martin John Martin you're like I have heard and it is a great compliment to this uh, to their radio show I have gotten have you gotten I've gotten texts I've gotten uh, Facebook messengers, yep. I've gotten direct messages, and I've gotten emails. Uh, all kinds of people asking by all kinds of ways, what happened to Jason and John? And so I went through my people, and we were able to track them down, and John Martin is going to join us in the next segment. And so we will talk to John Martin uh, about, uh, about the future of his radio show. The, if it had been suspended or, or what the issue is, what, what exactly their transgression was that got them booted off the air for a week. Uh, we'll talk to them about that. I'm going to ask them the hard questions. And, uh, and also, of course, we'll get into the Tigers. Maybe eh, it's, it's a long list, but if you're talking about Kendrick Davis fans, John's close to the top. Uh, it's, a, it's a long list. Not hard to be a, a KD fan at this moment. But uh, he's close to the top. We'll talk to him about the Tigers and his Raiders have been active as well. Traded Darren Waller yesterday. You see that? Indeed. To your Giants. How do you feel about that? Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you saw, but the internet was putting the trade into Madden, like simulating the trade on Madden, Darren uh-huh. Waller for okay. the third, yeah. and it wouldn't get accepted. So clearly the Giants won the trade. It I'm wouldn't done. get accepted. Correct. Why? Because that wasn't enough for Darren Waller. I see. So Giants already won the trade. Now, I will say that when you're looking at the nerds who mm-hmm. are who are giving A's and B's and C's yeah. to signings, they liked what the Raiders did because for the money, I guess Waller hasn't been we, – we remember him at his zenith. Mm. He hasn't been great lately. To which I would still respond, Darren Waller on one leg would still be our best weapon. And, uh, and he has not been great lately. And the uh, – In the non-Saquon division. And the uh, – and the uh, uh, Raiders went out and got who they signed? They signed Jacoby Myers. Yeah, Jacoby Myers. Garoppolo, who's, who's like, cheaper? Who's who was cheaper? The argument that this dude was making is that he's cheaper and better. Right, but really, here's the way that I look at it: the Giants traded Tony to the Chiefs for the draft pick, so in the end, they traded Tony for Waller. And while Tony is always going to be exciting because he's fast mm-hmm. and you think like all things he was never on the field either so Waller I, give me give me Waller for Tony because Waller at least has been on the field more than Tony in any event we'll talk to uh we'll talk to uh Chris Harrington not Chris Harrington we'll talk to John Martin about that then Chris Harrington will join us that's where I was going my mind was leaping ahead of itself uh John Martin coming up next then Chris Harrington and then who knows we May talk to y'all, especially because I just realized that I left my notes at home. So that's good. Uh, anyway, that is the lineup for today. I thought we'd start a couple of things to get to. Grizzlies play Miami tonight. And, of course, the Tigers are leaving for Columbus. I went to Penny's media availability yesterday, and unprompted, unprompted, he brought up his appearance on the morning show here, where evidently, he was offended. And so I, I had not. Did you hear this yesterday when it aired? So not when it aired, but I'd heard, heard, it I'd heard the clip, yeah. Well, here's, here is Penny once again uh, reacting to profound disrespect that is being thrown onto the Memphis Tiger basketball program. Uh, right out the gate, just because I know you, I need you to respond to something for me. I need you to do this for me and only the way you can do it, Pete. Okay. Ready? So All on right. February 20th of this year, Jeff Goodman, who works for Stadium, 
said this, quote, So let me get this straight. Memphis fans are okay with potentially going to one tourney in five years and winning one NCAA tournament game in four years. I absolutely love Penny, but I am shocked that Tiger fans are okay with this. End quote. Your response, B. Well, you know how I feel like I'm always going to be judged harshly. And, uh, you know, Jeff has a right to his opinion, but you have to have time to build your squad. And you know that. Uh, I felt like I've done some some wonderful things here at the university. No, we haven't made it to the NCAA as much as we wanted to. But, again, I'm building. Um, we're, we're, we're right where we need to be. Uh, we're pushing forward. We're winning championships. And uh, we're in the tournament this year. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just push forward with that. Uh, your thoughts? Um, oh, we talked about the Goodman thing. It, it was, honestly, it was – he's a smart guy. He's very well yeah, I, but it was First of all, uh, Goodman's original – if you read the quote, it's like, I love Penny, but – the old I love Penny, uh-huh. but – that's Just a, get that, to the butt. That's that's a that's that's quite the wind up. I love Penny Butt, and it was totally one hundred percent without context. And honestly, I'm kind of regret now that I played it because it's given more life to something that was a month old. And then Jay Williams gave it life yesterday, and then Penny gave it life by bringing it up on his own yesterday. It clearly bothers Penny, but I think the sentence in there that 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 resonated the most with me was, "We're right where we need to be," um, given what they have gone through. I think they are right what they want. Remember, do you remember not so long ago when uh, when people were looking at Michigan and saying, why couldn't he be like Juwan Howard? Juwan Howard got an a uh-huh. experienced bench coach and had him like whatever. Like you look around and Penny has just gotten better and better and better and keeps grinding and grinding and grinding. And again, next year will be a new challenge. We shall see. But um, – I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how you can. It is it is a different sort of success than we imagined. It wasn't the high-flying McDonald's All-Americans National Championships right out of the gate that people were dreaming of. But I don't know how you can't look at this and think it has been a really trying but a ultimately successful five-year stretch for the University of Memphis where they now have gone to two straight tournaments. Yes, if you look back at it through the innocent days when we were in the Bahamas and James Wiseman was going to be like all of that, like they were going to be this traveling rock band, basically. Penny even alluded to that um, in the in the postgame presser when he said, listen, I promised national championships and I just skipped right over conference championships. Almost as if he realizes how naively optimistic he was out of the gate. I... I really do think that one of the things that is most appealing about this team is the struggle. And that's the struggle for KD, and it's the struggle for DeAndre Williams, and it's the struggle for Penny Hardaway. And so uh, to have that thrown at him right off the bat in that interview, um, I think Penny answered it absolutely appropriately. Yeah. I th- you also have to think about the context of – when Goodman said it. So he says it in February, and at that time, Memphis was not a slam dunk to be in the tournament. That's correct. So that would have been... Memphis hadn't just beaten number one Houston. Correct. And furthermore, on paper, it would be one NCAA, one NCAA tournament in four seasons, and it was iffy on a second. So while if you, if you just look at that on paper, and you're an outside observer, and you're like, well, Memphis has high expectations at basketball. Is that acceptable? Okay, well, that's an argument. I, w- I would also point out, well, that argument needs context because let's look at that period of time that we're talking about. The real Well, first of all, there's only been four tournaments. Correct. And he will have been twice. Twice in four. Twice in the four tournaments that existed, he will have now been twice. And the, and the first year is, is it doesn't count. It's Penny's play. It's Hubby's players, right? Right. So, so then you go to the so, uh, 2021 so then season. Two out of three, two out of three years when you could go to the tournament with your own guys, you've been to the tournament. Correct. And further, if Penny makes the tournament in 2021, and that season needs to have a lot of context because Memphis essentially had all of their non-conference games canceled. Right. And because of that, they didn't. They were unable to build the resume. Then they are dealing with the all the Wiseman stuff. Wiseman leaves the team, whatnot. 
But if you just look at, if you get a basketball reference and you look at the simple rating system, that team in Kempom was 31, and on basketball reference, they had a simple rating system of 13.8. That would have been the second highest simple rating system of Josh's four tournament teams. Like, right. that team was a tournament team, but because of the nature of the season. Right. Is that the tournament? But that's the year that what, there was no tournament. Correct. But, I mean, right. that, then we're talking about three straight tournaments here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think Penny has, I think Penny at this point has won the argument. He's won the argument. So it's, it's not, it's it, not really an argument. Now. Correct. Yeah. But to me, the bigger issue is the league that the Tigers play in. It's, ex, it's extremely difficult. It's more difficult. Do you, think to KD, make, do you think KD wasn't an All-American because the league that the Tigers play in? Yes, I do. I hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I think you also have to look at it this way. I think it's more difficult for Memphis to field a tournament team than it would be if Memphis were in the Big Ten, if Memphis were in the SEC, if Memphis were in the Big 12 is kind of an interesting thing because the Big 12 is like kind of like the American on steroids where it's a lot of tough places to play. And so you can you can stumble in conference play and not really make it. But definitely if they were in the ACC – it's just it's very difficult when you look at the resume the Tigers have. The Tigers have the resume of like a five or a six seed compared to other fives or six seeds. Yet here they are sitting at an eight. Uh, the other thing that I thought was uh, interesting yesterday was Kendrick Davis talking about how he wants to be remembered as one of the greats at the University of Memphis. Now, there's the moment when you finish. Uh, when people, they've just seen what, is, what has happened. They're deeply appreciative. They're giddy with having watched your excellence. And, uh, and, 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 and so, yes, one of the greats. One of the greats is a, is a, is a tough category, though, right? Is Will Barton one of the greats? Not in my mind. No. He was player of the year. Yeah. Conference player of the year, and he was great. NBA, NBA guy. Is Jeremiah Martin one of the greats? He's one of my favorites, but he's not one he's of the not greats. He's not one of the greats. But he, he, he was he's great. Jeremiah's a separate category. He was great. He was tremendous. He was, but he's not one of the greats. No, I agree. To be, okay, so right now, let's say he puts up 22 and a loss to Florida Atlantic. Kendrick Davis, one of the greats? No, no, because no, in the no, end, no, 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 no. One, one year getting in the tournament and losing a game is not one of the greats. Just not. Great year. Unbelievable season. One of my favorites. Yeah. Excellent. In that same category with Will Barton, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he is like, it's also like a Jeremiah type thing where it's like he can just take over a game. Can you be one of the greats? It's funny because the NCAA tournament is so random, right? We talk about this all the time, that it's unfair to judge coaches by a one tournament year. It's a point Gary used to make all the time. And I would say back to him, that's fine. One tournament you can't, but over 10 years of random tournament draws and whatever else, you can. I can start to judge you based on your tournament. But the thing about players is they get what? As as lead players on a team, they get maybe two years, maybe one, maybe like – that they are it really is random for them but i would ask you this can you be one of the greats without a deep tournament run indeed has there been a memphis tiger who is one of the greats without an ncaa without a deep ncaa tournament Define run find deep run Elli, well, how, how how far did Elliot go look up and see how far Elliot went Elliot went um because clearly when i tell you who the greats are the greats are Larry Finch, deep tournament run. Penny Sweet 16? Didn't he get Sweet 16? He had an Elite 8. One elite number, 8. Yeah. That, I think that that counts. And the truth of the matter is, Andre Turner, you don't think of as one of the greats in the Larry Finch kind of way, Penny Hardaway kind of way, but because of the deep tournament run, you think of him as one of, you know, he, he's, he's in a different category. Obviously, Keith Lee, one of the greats, deep tournament run. CDR, one of the greats, deep tournament run. Is D. Rose one of the greats? I think he's one of the greats. Yeah, Mixed feelings I mean, about him, but he's one of the greats. 
Yeah, I mean, he's just in a different category. That that entire team just gets lifted because of what they did, what they accomplished. Yeah. I don't know that you can be, and people can hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Calkins, G-E-O-F-F-C-A-L-K-I-N-S, greatest Memphis Tiger who never got to the second, to the Sweet 16. Can you, and I'm, 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 I'm counting on y'all because I don't have an instant, if I were George Lapidus, I would have the instant answer to this. Greatest Memphis Tiger who did not get to the Sweet 16. Did Elliot get to the Sweet 16? So I'm having to he, cross-reference Elliot here. Elliot is one of the greats. Don't you think Elliot Perry is one of the greats? Yes, I do. Elliot Perry is one of the greats. So Elliot did not get to a Sweet 16. And he did not get to a Sweet 16. Did he get? Did he win a tournament game? Uh, yes, he did. Hang on, let me do the math. Did Elliot... Not, so 87, 88, 88, 89, 90, 90, or 89, 90, 90, 91. No, he did not make a Sweet 16. But one of the greats. Yeah, and I just think it's so. How many and how many how many games did they win in the tournament? Did he win multiple years, multiple tournament games? Okay, now you're going to ask me. I'm, I'm, I, I am. I'm, I'm asking you. I did not. We did not prepare. We did not prepare to ask you this. Okay, so in '87, they didn't make the tournament despite being 26 and eight. They made the. He won a tournament game in '87, the '88 tournament. In the '89 tournament, they made it, and then. They did not make the tournament in so he won one tournament game. Yeah, so he counts as one of the greats. But that's a forty-year incredibly great tenure. Yeah, I mean, I think also you that's can't a, as a one-year that, guy. That's another thing. It's it's a it's a Memphis it's a Memphis guy that say four years. Yeah, and he and he put put up gr- tremendous right. numbers, tremendous numbers. But it's very hard to be one of the greats without a tournament run. And so KD will be remembered as one of the greats if he is great. And they do what? I think they make the second weekend. They that make means the they, Sweet 16. That means they will knock off the number one seed. Yep. He will be. that. I hate to say it. That's what it rides on. Yeah. If you want to be one of the greats, you're going to have to beat Florida Atlantic, and you're going to have to beat Purdue, and then you will be one of the greats. I yeah. I, think, I mean, I just think that college basketball, for better or worse, is now getting defined. It's not just coaches are getting defined by the tournament. I just think the entire enterprise is being defined by what do you do in the tournament. Uh, get to the Grizzlies here in just a second. I I I, I tweeted out this morning. I I, I want, the, the thing that astonished me about the Chris Beard deal is yesterday. He 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 had the nerve to say it's been proven to be false, proven untrue. Uh-huh. It's just not. There's nothing been proven. It was recanted. But but he wasn't like there was nothing apologetic from what I could gather in his statements. It was I'm not going to talk about that. We've agreed not to talk about it. It's been proven to be untrue. Mm-hmm. And, and and literally that is just a bald faced lie. There's nothing been proven to be untrue. Honestly, he, it's, it's he not lawyered. Unlike, it's he not, lawyered the statement. The statement was like the the events as recounted have been proven to be untrue. But also, it's important to note he did not. At no point did he say, I didn't put my hands on her. I mean, he clearly did. Yes. We have the police report where they observed wounds. Who else was there? Someone else broke into the house and right. beat her up, and then he was, let's come on, man. So um, it, it reminded me, honestly, of the Grizzlies' statement after the uh, Indiana game where the, yes. that, that, where they were, it's, it's been proven there was, no, it's not proven. No. They could not corroborate that there was a gun, right. but there, there was no. It's not false. Right. We don't know that it's false, and we we, the, and and I made this point, and I I I I couldn't stop. I, I thought about this, and I thought about Brandon Miller, right. and I thought about how there are just two institutions that are just saying "f you," right? To 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 sort of whatever the the broader public or the backlash or like we don't care. That's it. We don't care. F you. It's the sort of lack of shame. Normally, you would say, we can't touch that guy for at least, you know, he's got to go do some penance. We we have too much self-respect, right, to hire that guy now. We can't deal with the backlash. We can't, yes, it would elevate our, eh, come on. We got There's a certain level of, of, of self-respect involved here that is like, yeah, we're not going to cross that line. And with Brandon Miller, it's the same thing. It's like, 
we're not just going to stand up for a guy who delivered a gun to a murder and just keep playing him without at least. And again, I go back to before you know what, sit him out till you know, get to the bottom of it. And then be, everyone, they were talking about transparency yesterday at the Ole Miss thing. There was no transparency whatsoever. But anyway, so uh, same thing with, with, with Alabama. Like, we can't, we can't, we can't just play a guy who delivered a gun to a murder without at least pretending to take it seriously. We, 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 we can't just double bird the whole society and say we're going to win games no matter what. And it did remind me that once upon a time, and I think this is a real connection, once upon a time, if people screwed up in this world, they had to leave. They had to step off stage for a while. If I, I'll go back to Richard Nixon. Uh-huh. Richard Nixon did not resign because he wanted to resign. He resigned ultimately because the Republicans said, yes. if you don't you gotta, resign, you gotta go. we're, we're going to impeach you. you yes. You've got to go. We, are, we have enough self-respect here. Yeah, and we have the numbers to convict you probably. And yeah, and so you've you got to go. Whatever, like Anthony Weiner flashed his Weiner, right? Uh-huh. He resigned. Now he later did other things too. I'm uh-huh. believe, uh, Flash his Al Wiener, Franken yeah. went uh, 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 to a, there was a photo of him like uh, pretending to Lisa, was it Lisa Guerrero? Like once upon a time, if you if you screwed up, and now we know what we got we got George Santos. You know we got George Santos is like, yeah, I don't care, and and it's like it it is. I mean the guy who 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 popularized this, who made it, who made it who was the master of this was the man himself, Trump, who said, they don't care if you're a star, you can do anything you want. Grab them by the P. And once upon a time, that was the first moment with Trump. Like when he was caught on video saying you can grab them by the P mm-hmm. and it didn't matter. Well, it mattered for Billy Bush, but it didn't matter. Right. For it him. just yeah. doesn't matter. What we learned was it doesn't matter. Screw it. We're just going to go through, play through, baby. We're going to, like, just play on. Play on. Double bird everybody. We, you don't actually have to step aside. We can hire the guy who just allegedly beat up his girlfriend. We can play the guy who delivered the gun to the murder. We can elect the guy who said grab him by the pee mm-hmm. because who's going to stop us? And there will always be a group to cheer loudly when we do it. There will be a group to wear killing our way through the SEC T-shirts. Yeah. I think there is a connection between once upon a time there was this sort of agreed sensibility that, eh, that's a little too far. You got to. And now there's no you got to. So in these, if we're using the college examples, what I would say, though, is I, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, Trumpian culture or whatever. What I think is clearly... It's not Trump, in the, except, except for people have learned that you don't, that you can just bear down and get through it, and there will be people who... You don't actually have to bow to public shaming. Right. You just... You deal I, I'm with, not saying it's political right, in right, any no, way. You're saying you deal with... It's just bad PR, and it's you bad PR, and it'll you go on. away, and winning trumps all. So... And that, that, I didn't mean the word Trump yeah. there, but yes. So to me, though, I think the bigger societal factor is the fact that so quickly we have gone from this illusion of college sports student athletes to what and now everyone sits there the the right the curtain has been revealed and now you we think it's all part of the nil i think it's this what we it's, really it's professional is- sports and everyone's just acknowledging yeah this is uncomfortable but in the end it's professional sports just go win and then the reason that jaw has to step aside isn't because, oh my goodness, he had a gun. Right. It's because Powerade and Nike and whatever can't sell that based on if you're going to be, we can't market you. And the league. And the, and the league. And the league sitting there going, we can't have And so they're saying we can't have the, it. Correct. Because they're, they, they, they do care about the public backlash. And it goes back to what we're talking about. they're selling a product in, in, in a broader way that's not just, it's not just attached to W's. Correct. Right? Because the other someone's going to win from the league. They, yes, the exactly. bigger issues. There's no stakeholders really, other than the school. Like if John Morant is the only stakeholder in John Morant, guess what's happening? 
It's playing basketball. Speaking of the uh, speaking of the Grizzlies, they got Miami tonight. Do you realize they have in their la- they have won three straight games, Jeffrey, and in their three straight wins, they have won three straight fourth quarters. In their previous nine fourth quarters, mm-hmm. they were one and eight, but they have won each of the last three quarters. The only other time they played Miami was back in December at FedEx Forum. They beat Miami with Tyus Jones as your starting point guard. Uh, John missed that game as well. So they got Miami um, tonight. And uh, and don't look now. They're closer to first in the West than they are to uh, fourth. Indeed, as the Nuggets continue to The Nuggets continue, continue to, to slide. lose. Uh, their coach is now calling them soft. And uh, so they lose. The Suns lose again. Grizzlies now a full five games up on the Suns. And uh, in terms of the Jaw stuff, I didn't really hear anything more yesterday that was, you know, whatever. He, he's 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 doing what he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. That's all we know. And we there's and and beyond that, it's just wild. In terms of when he's coming back, it is uh, totally speculative, and uh, and we wish him the best. Like what else? What else there's to say? Was there any new development yesterday? There was. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, who was it who speculated that he wouldn't be back all year long? Mark Spears. Mark Spears said, I'm hearing that he may not be back this year. Um, yeah, and that was a couple – that was two days ago. That was – that was. I think that was in response to the to Woj this, report. The, the, yeah. Because I believe it was on an ESPN podcast. Really not, okay. Uh, I said it's one of the one of the biggest gets that we've had uh, since we started this radio show. The very elusive John Martin is going to join us in the next segment. We will see what has happened to Jason and John. In the meantime, I will tell you, this would be a good weekend for brunch. This would be a good weekend for brunch. Good weekend for brunch at Bounty on Broad. Get the pork belly Benedict. That's like eggs Benedict only with pork belly. Get the omelet. But not only just an omelet, it is a fried oyster omelet. They've got a rubbed steak and eggs. They've got an Atlantic salmon Oscar, you know what Oscar means? It means crab. Mm. Oscar means and crab. And Bernays, I believe. Isn't yeah, uh, Hollandaise. Oh, Hollandaise. Oh, sorry, yeah. Which is better, Hollandaise or Bernays? Mm. And they they're cousins, right? Yeah, they're they're both mayo based, so yeah. they're not exactly uh, my favorite. Abs- uh, anyway, I love crab. Is, they also have the uh, Bounty Bloody Mary, the Bounty Breakfast Shot. Go see for yourself at Bounty on Broad. Phone numbers 410-8131. Broad Avenue. John Martin coming up next. It is Jeff Gawkins Show, ninety two nine FM ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Lob into the lane for Davis. Intercepted by Jackson. Here come the Grizz. Jones ahead for Conchar. Conchar into the paint. Running floater, no good. Oh, Jared Jackson just posterized Anthony Davis with a follow left-hand jam. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Miami Heat. We'll have pregame after the Gabe Coon Show at 6 o'clock. Tip at 6.30 live from Miami. The Grizzlies and the Heat on 92.9. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. <clears throat> Mom? Dad? Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. 
Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. There's no better time to hit the court for some exciting college basketball action. Download the BetMGM app today and bet during the wildest month of the year with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for a full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Are your ankylosing spondylitis or AS symptoms still not under control? Stairs? No. No way. Is your treatment still not working? Mornings? Moving? No. Tired of saying no? Talk to your rheumatologist about a different treatment option. Visit ConfrontAS.com. And next time, you may just say, Why, yes, I will go for that run. Visit ConfrontAS.com. Sponsored by Abby. Chris Stapleton's All-American Roadshow. August 24th at FedEx Forum. With special guests, Marcus King. Alan Stone. Pre-sale for City Card members now through Thursday at 10 p.m. Before the general public Friday at 10 a.m. Buy tickets at LiveNation.com. Chris Stapleton's All American Roadshow. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here, bringing you the parlay of the day, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. There are several appealing first-round games to bet on tomorrow. The main attraction is Duke Oral Roberts. A 12 seed knocks off a five every year. Will it beat the Blue Devils after winning the ACC tournament? Absolutely not. Take Duke in the points. They're 13-1 and when completely healthy. And with two seven-footers in the starting lineup, that size will be too much for Oral Roberts. You want a big underdog in your parlay? Go with Northern Kentucky against Houston. The Cougars' best player, Marcus Sasser, is dealing with a groin injury. My lock of the day is Texas Lane 13-and-a-half against Colgate. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus at President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call T and Redline. 1-800-889-9789. I studied Spanish in college and never got fluent. But then I tried Babbel. Want the most effective way to learn another language? In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel's bite-sized lessons will have you learning another language in as little as three weeks. Babbel gets you speaking quickly about things you actually talk about in the real world. University studies have shown that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a semester of college Spanish. If you want to learn a new language, there's no better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try Babbel for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Using your phone should never have to be a luxury. Walmart Family Mobile now offers free or discounted plans through the Affordable Connectivity Program. ACP is a government program that helps eligible Americans have access to wireless service. You could get unlimited talk, text, and 8GB of high-speed data for free when you qualify. Apply now at MyFamilyMobile.com ACP. Walmart Family Mobile is supported by the Affordable Connectivity Program and Lifeline Government Assistance Programs. Please visit MyFamilyMobile.com ACP for more information. At the United States Postal Service, we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving. With new shipping options to deliver better value, greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers, more confident shipping with new informed delivery features, and new electric vehicles for a cleaner, brighter future. Fast, reliable, perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash moving forward. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce like zesty oranges and crisp carrots reach our shelves because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You'll find fresh deals every day. Right now, Boston Butt Pork Roast is on sale for only $169 a pound with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
The UPS Store is open seven days a week. We're the flexible to fit your schedule store. We're open for your packing, shipping, printing, shredding, copying, mailing, and anything else you need every day. Because we're the open seven days a week to help you be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Go to the UPSStore.com slash Sundays to confirm your store's hours. The UPS Store locations are independently owned and operated by franchisees of the UPS Store, Inc. Although one or more may be company-owned in the USA and by its master licensee and its franchisees in Canada. Product services, prices, and hours of operation may vary by location. Copyright 2023. The UPS Store, Inc. All rights reserved. Frame Corner, Memphis's premier in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at framecornermemphis.com. That's framecornermemphis.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Pike on 92.9 FM ESPN. This March, take your first shot at college hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook. Get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to 200 bucks. So here's how it works. Bet 20 bucks on the bracket. It's reasonable. Not a lot of money. You get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. How about that? $200 you can spend on everything from money line to point spreads. That 5 versus 12 you love. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. No better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to FanDuel.com backslash Calkins. That's your promo code right there, Calkins. C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Make every moment more with FanDuel all tournament long. Must be 21 or older. Present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets. Expired 14 days. Restrictions do apply. See full terms at fanduel.com backslash sportsbook. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Well, uh, there's been a lot of great moments in this show since we started, but I don't think I've ever gotten a bigger guest than this one. People have been clamoring all week long, uh, and no one has seemed to be able to land him, and yet here we are. The great John Martin joins us today. John, I cannot tell you how many uh, how many texts, messages, emails, uh, Facebook messengers. Uh, I've asked people concerned that you've been fired, that you've gone to Grind City Media, uh, that you and 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 Jason together got some parallel deathly illness, and so. From whatever remote location you're hiding out from, I would like you to explain to the listeners that you're – first, just tell us that you're okay. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. I've, 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 in fact, never been better. <laughs> You've so, never been better. Uh, and what did you do to get yourself thrown off the radio this week? Did you get fired? What did – was it – who delivered it? Was it Dan or, or Brad? Who delivered the bad news? And, and are you seeking counseling in Florida? Yeah, so um, I got canceled uh, because I, yeah, I called so. Liz, I called Liz a, a, a large woman, and uh, yeah. it finally that'll, caught up to me. That'll do it. That'll do it. It finally, it finally caught up to me, and man. And then you so, brought yeah, Jason uh, down with you? You brought Jason down with you? Yeah, uh, he had, like, some conspiracy theories about, like, Magic Johnson back in the day, yeah. and so I think those those resurfaced as well. Yeah. Um about how like the NBA made that whole thing up just yep. to raise awareness, yep. and, I, and I think I think that caught up with him, uh, and so they I think they've had to make the very difficult decision to uh, the eleven two show is just too controversial. Uh, you so are hot. It, it was it, a, it was always I'll always remember it as a really hot show. Like it was, you know, yeah. you were not unafraid to touch the third rail. You know, you would go there. I mean, you, the third you, rail was like my favorite rail. <laughs> You you wouldn't take callers. You were afraid to take callers, but you. Oh no, not afraid, not afraid. Just opted out. Um, I've heard of that. Like all I last last I heard was like, John's not taking callers, and then all of a sudden, John's not on this week, and uh, and so um, anyway, well, we would you know we hope that whatever it is that this is, this is a temporal as uh, in the case of the Pope a temporal suspension, yes. and that you will be back next week. Having served your time, yes, yeah. So I, I'm. It's it's a great. It, everybody here is great. Uh, you know what really happened? Tell the people what really happened. 
this is going to be very, very controversial. Okay, so go I, ahead. I, I, rec- I, well, I will say that up the front. The third rail is your favorite rail. Uh, my wife is a teacher, uh-huh. and she she has spring break every year, and uh, and Jason's wife is a teacher uh, slash educator, and she has spring break every year. Uh, as the calendar happened, both spring breaks fell on the same exact week. And we both wanted to take the time to, as unfortunate as it was with the sports calendar and Memphis basketball and what they did, we both wanted to take the week to, to be at home with our families. Uh, because I think that's far more important than anything I could possibly say about what the Tigers did, as impressive as it was, me being here at home with them and spending time with my daughter, because those weeks are few and far between, right, where I got to go to work or Sam's got to go to work. So, you know, I, I, I do I, – I believe that, you know, time – is man's most valuable currency. Mm. I truly believe that. And I can you, always make more and money. And you couldn't have taken a, a spring break next week because the point is this is the week when your wife and child are off. So you could take exactly your right. own personal spring break, but you so didn't any, pick the time of year. And let me ask you this, though. Don't you feel honestly a little guilty? I, I when you, when you have heard, I know you, I'm not saying you made the wrong decision at all. But here, I'll take this yeah. for example. So I went last week to uh, – I, I worked my ass off last week, and I'm leaving today to go to Columbus. They're having a big send-off for me at 1130 at the Lori Walton Center. And uh, so I'm going to Columbus this week, and I drove back Monday, and I got a root canal. And yesterday, you know what the right column to have written was? The right column was to take uh, – in between all the Tiger stuff, the right column was to write a column about John his mental health, Right. Mm-hmm. And I just said to myself, I'm not going to do it. There's people in my life I want to spend time with. I want to, like, take a, f- a little time. I did go to the press conference, but, like, I'm going to take the day off. Mm-hmm. And then, guess what? I woke up and I saw that Giannato had written the column about mental health, and I said, God bless it. I did, I, and even though I would 100% do that again, what may has made me actually good at my job, if I'm going to go ahead and be so bold as to say that for 26 years, is the feeling that, and maybe it's a sick feeling, right? It may be a sick feeling, but it's the feeling that I should be there. Like, I should be doing this. This is what I should be doing. And so even when I make the choice to prioritize family or my health or time or whatever, and maybe it's the American sickness, I feel guilt about it. I don't believe that you don't feel a little guilt about it because you've called me enough to say, hey, what do you, like, like, I think you, you are. You're a little bit, you're a little defensive about it because it's hard to make, it is hard to place family above uh, work in this culture. Am I wrong? Well, well, I, I really, it, it's really unfortunate that Memphis won the AAC championship, it's right? It's not unfortunate, like, that, but it's not, of it, course. It, you were the biggest Memphis homer in the world. So you love in terms that they of, did it. In terms of, the in terms of the yes. setup, right? Yeah. Like it would be a lot easier uh, to, you know, like whatever. They have a, an eight, nine game. Right. Like this game they're playing against Florida Atlantic, I could honestly care less about in terms of, oh, my God, I need to be on the air to talk about that. I got to be on the air to preview this game. It's more about like what they did. You wanted to be you child. wanted to be on the air Monday though. You did like that was great. What happened Sunday was great. Didn't care anything at all about Tuesday through Friday. Okay. And, and, and and in terms of in terms of the feeling that that you're talking about, yeah. Of course, I think I think I think anybody that takes their profession seriously uh, is always going to feel that level of you know, man, I should have done that instead of this. I should have you know that level of guilt. But you know what that is. That's fleeting, man. That is totally fleeting. I don't wake up today and say good. Yeah, but you Lord, know what's going to happen? It's going to ha- It's fleeting, but it now I, I will say it is fleeting. Like I once upon a time missed the when Memphis and D'Angelo beat Eli Manning at the Liberty Bowl. I wasn't at that game. Nobody but Reem remembers it, and I don't feel bad about it at all now. Ten years later, right? Right. But right. I will say this. The next time this thing happens, it's one of the curses of my life now. I'm trying to get rid of this feeling because I'm trying to make other choices more often. And, like, the next time one of these things happens, I want to – I'm going to still feel guilty again if, I, if I'm in – whatever, if I'm taking time off. I, it, it's – anyway, let me ask you this. What would you have said Monday? All things are – What would you have said Monday? Uh, what was the message you would have delivered? What would that show, that great lost show that we never heard, Jason and Jen – 
What would what would have been your takeaways from Sunday since we we couldn't hear it live and in person? Well, I, I think it would have been maybe less about the win, which was in, incredibly impressive, even without Marcus Sasser, because I'm of the belief that Houston is less about one player than they are. Uh, they're they're just a, they're a machine, you know. They're they're just a system, uh, an assembly line of, of of similar basketball players, similarly talented basketball players. Um, yeah, even though Marcus Sasser was the AAC player of the year, you know, Houston still cut that game to five, right? Like, they, they definitely, you know, a worse team than Memphis would have absolutely folded up. Uh, and Houston's done that, you know, time and time again this season. Memphis didn't do that. Um, and, I, and I would say there are, you know, a few things. It's kind of like what I wrote, right? Like, there are a few things that made this season possible. I think it required uh, growth from Penny Hardaway, learning. Uh, on the job, you know, we've been saying that, but but he actually has, and he and he took what he learned from last year, what did and didn't work, and and made sure, hey, I'm going to build out this roster. All these Twitter jokes be damned about how old it is, you know. They actually like this is Penny's best season ever by a long shot. I mean, and 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 the reason for that is the way that he went about constructing his roster, right? He went out and he added Kendrick Davis. He went out and he added Elijah McCann. He went out and he added Keontae Kennedy before he hit a wall. You know, you would ask your, you would hope your senior would be wise enough not to hit the wall. That's neither here nor there. The, the majority of them were not doing that. They were very good. Um, so that's the first thing, right? Second thing is, um, because of that choice, you know, do I think there's been drama at, at points in this season? I, I think there probably has been, but it hasn't made the Memphian or 92-9. It's been very well kept behind closed doors, and I think that's a testament to the maturity there. Three, and I don't believe they lost uh, two games in a row this year. Third reason is uh, Kitchen Davis. I mean, yeah, you could everybody knew Penny had to go out and get a point guard, no doubt about that. But he went out and he got the best one. He went out and he got the best transfer in the portal. I don't think anybody has how much do you, going out How much that. do you love Kendrick Davis? Kendrick Davis is, I, I think he's top three for me. I think he's top three for me. Who are, I, who are the others in I your cannot, top, th- top three Tigers ever? Top three in terms of like who I want, who I like root for. You know what I mean? Yeah, just guys you. Just and love. I think, yeah, who are the other two? I, I think the the other the other the top three would be CDR, Kendrick Davis. What and who um, and who? And now Kendrick. Who was the other? CDR? We I missed the second one. Will Barton. Oh, Will Barton and Kendrick Davis. I, I, Kendrick Davis, I love Will Barton. It's funny. It's nice to see, hear your daughter there. As It, it lends a certain authenticity yeah. to your claim that you're spending time with your family, by the way. so Thank you, Riley. So we appreciate Riley for coming to your defense, coming to dad's defense. Um, I think, so yesterday, Kendrick talked about wanting to be one of the greats. And I said, like, Will Barton is one of the, he was, he was great. And he is one of the really goods, but he's not one of the greats. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, exactly. I, I think I would. He was great, and he's one of the really goods, and he was popular, and he's but he's not one of the greats, right? He's Ken, only, yeah, Ken, he's Kendrick not, Davis. What does Kendrick and a Kendrick Davis? Same thing. Not one of the greats. You can't be one of the greats in one great year that ends if in a first round loss to FAU, like say for example. So he's not yet one of the greats. I think he can, even though it's one year in Memphis, get to be one of the greats. But I think it will require – my line is if you get to the second weekend and knock off a number one seed, he then becomes one of the greats. Well, I, I, I already think he's a program great. He, that's uh, true. Real- that's true. But that's different than up there with Keith Lee, Elliot Perry, Penny Hardaway, yeah, no, and Larry I'm, Finch. Yeah, no, Those are the greats. I, uh, and well, maybe here's the Derek thing, right? Rose and CDR. Yeah. He's 35 away from becoming the all-time leading scorer in a single season at Memphis in, in program history. I mean, if he does that, that's going to take almost certainly two games, right? Right. Um, so you beat FAU, and then who knows? I mean, I know Purdue is, is uh, clearly one of those trendy ones, one seed to be put on upset alert. But, yeah, I mean, I think if, if Kendrick, you know, indeed pulls that off, then um, – He's going to be on that, you know, I know it's only one year, but he's going to be on that extended, extended Mount Rushmore. We're going to have to build some new Mount Rushmore. What are you, uh, what are you, you're a savvy better. Um, tell me this, because we don't have the benefit of you on uh, on the radio airways this week. This is, this, is the, this is the only thing I'm doing this week. Okay, well, tell me this. 
what do you make of the of the Tigers versus Florida Atlantic, and then if they play uh, Purdue, and then I want your final four. So those two things. First, the the Tigers matchup in the oh, this weekend if they end up playing Purdue. What do you think of those two games, and then I want your final four. Well, first and foremost, you can't spell fraud without the, the letters F A U. Right? That's great. So that's the first that's thing. bulletin board material right there, John. It's a good thing you're not on the air. Now, yeah. Now, Jeffrey knows. Jeffrey knows they're a fraud. They're th- they, have, they have 31 wins, but they've played legitimately nobody. I mean, if you want to throw UAB at me, fine. I don't care. UAB's mid. They, they're, they're their only win against the tournament team is against Northern Kentucky, who's the 16th seed. Right. And they played two teams uh, in the non conference with Power Five. One was an embarrassing Florida team. They barely won that game. Second one was an, old, an uh, embarrassing Ole Miss team, and, and they, they lost, lost that game. Yeah. I am not impressed at all by this Florida Atlantic team that has honestly just not seen the level of athleticism and talent that Memphis is going to show them uh, on Friday night. I mean, anything can happen. They're only a two-point favorite, and I do think that's come down a little bit towards Florida Atlantic. But I just don't see – these are not the kinds of games Memphis loses in the NCAA tournament. They're just not. Like, they win these games. They win these games against non-Power 5 teams, unless it's Rick Majerus in St. Louis, of course, who, who played that – In Columbus. You know, that, in Columbus. And also, yes, was in Columbus. However, Florida Atlantic wants to do the same thing Memphis does. You know what I mean? It's the same style. They don't want to slow it down. They don't want to muck it up. Memphis is going to thrive. I think Memphis wins. Kendrick Davis and DeAndre Williams proved too much. I don't think they're beating Purdue. I think that's where the road ends. It's the tr- it, you know it's one of those things. Everybody thinks Purdue is going to lose to Memphis. I don't. I think Purdue right. is just going to have going to have a, a a field day with Edie. I mean, he's the Player of the Year. I think DeAndre Williams is going to foul out in five minutes. Um, I, I pray I'm wrong, right? I hope that run continues. And look, Purdue certainly does struggle with the press. That's what you're going to hear time and time again. But I just think Edie is going to be the difference there. Again, hope I'm wrong, but it is a one seed, and they are they were the Big Ten, you know, champs. At least they're in the tournament. So and I think the regular season as well. So that 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 needs to be uh, that needs to be I think respected. My final four is. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, John. Alabama, mm-hmm. Kansas State, Houston, and Kansas. And I've got Kansas State versus Kansas in the national championship really? game with, with Kansas taking it all. Yeah. And uh, so you got a uh, – uh, make the three case one for, seeds and a three. Yeah, make the case for Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State is, is – is, uh, first of all, Jer- Jerome Tang is the, is the Big 12 coach of the year. He's done one of the better jobs in all of college basketball this year. In uh, most games, they're going to have the best player on the court in Keontae Johnson – who, who actually was uh, had Memphis in his top three when he was uh, committing, ended up going with Jerome Tang in Kansas State. Uh, but they also have a, a, a dynamic guard named Marquise Noel. And when you get to March, if you have the best player on the court, which they're going to have most times, and you have a dynamic guard, you can make a real run. I like them a lot. It's the best league in college basketball where they play. Uh, they're battle-tested. They're experienced. Their coach is great. Uh, and I think I think that region is really soft. I mean, I know Memphis is in it. Memphis has just as much a chance, obviously, uh, and honestly. But I think it's a pretty favorable region there with Purdue and you know Duke. I just I think I think there's a decent road there for Kansas State. So I like the matchups. A lot of people have Houston losing to Texas, right? I think that a, that's a popular spot for Houston. <laughs> what do you make of Houston? I, I just think Houston's. I, I think they're great. I mean, I think they have the I think they have the best you know and most crisp crisp defensive rotations in the country in the world. Uh, I mean, if Sasher's on that court, you know, he is going to make a difference. I like Texas. I think they're good, but they can really struggle to score. Um, and I think Houston plays that game just a little bit better than they do. So I I, I got to roll with uh, with Houston. I've seen them quite a bit. I mean, I think they certainly. You know, they are as good as, as advertised, and there's a reason why they were number one, uh, you know, AP. So I like Houston just because they do that style a little bit better than Texas does. Are you, uh, are you ready for the Jimmy G era? That's the other thing we've missed. You're talking about the Jimmy <laughs> G era with your Raiders. It's like the Mad uh, Bomber, Daryl LaMonica, has come back to the Raiders. 
Yeah, that, that is exactly what Jimmy G is. He is just an <laughs> he's like the uh, Italian Vic. Yeah, you know, that's what they say. He's the Italian Michael Vick. No, I mean it's I I, I don't know. I, I need the other shoe to drop because this plan is very confusing right now. I don't know. We're trading Waller. You know who's he going to throw to? Devontae Adams is saying, "Don't text me right now." Like it, it, everybody's upset. Everybody's unhappy. Uh, Josh Jacobs is saying things. So I don't. I, I need to see what the draft is going to look like. I, it doesn't excite me though. It doesn't like. Oh, we got Jimmy G. You know, people's like Jimmy G's a winner. No, 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 no. No, you get, you're getting it. Confused. Jimmy G has been Jimmy on winners. He was right? on winning teams. Yeah, he was on winners. He ain't on a winner no more. So we're about to see just how much of an impact Jimmy G can have. My guess is not much. John, you are awfully gracious to join us during your week off. We appreciate it. My man, have a good one. Yeah, you can read John's stuff at the Daily Memphian while he's off. Uh, I appreciate. I really do appreciate him jumping on. When you texted me last night asking if John was going to be on. I'll be honest, I thought he wasn't. But I texted him and I said, John, what do you think? He said, for you, anything. So I appreciate that. That's the power of Jeff Cock. That is the power of, well, friendship. Let's be uh-huh. honest, we're friends. Um, so, uh, I, uh, over at Josh Isaw, they have this thing called Your Price, Our Promise. And, uh, and it's kind of, I had to get my mind around it. But what happens is, and I'm someone who may be selling my house in the next 